From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, November 11th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The flu has claimed its first fatality in Ohio. ONN's Monica Robbins in Cleveland has more with Richard Stacklin from the Cuyahoga County Board of Health. Cuyahoga County reporting the first flu death in Ohio, a 13-year-old boy. Health officials hope parents take heed. It's a call to action for parents to get vaccinated and get their children vaccinated. It's the best way to protect yourselves. So unfortunately, we don't have more fatalities like this. The dominant strain circulating H3N2, an A strain that wreaked havoc over the southern hemisphere and hit children especially hard. I'm Monica Robbins. In the Cleveland suburb of Shaker Heights, two 14-year-old girls who are cousins were shot early Wednesday evening. I need the police. I think my granddaughter got shot. She's 14 years old. She in my niece's car. Somebody went past and shot like five times. ONN's Carmen Blackwell has more. Police tell us the girls were sitting in a vehicle parked in the driveway when they were caught in the crossfire of a drive-by shooting. One being shot in the arm and the other shot in the thigh. Investigators tell us bullets rang out from a truck driving by, described as a gray Ford with dark, tinted windows. The teen girls were sent to the hospital and are expected to be okay. The investigation is ongoing while police still search for the suspect. Carmen Blackwell in Shaker Heights. Two people were found dead in a house fire in Toledo on Wednesday afternoon, but investigators say the fire did not kill them. ONN's Dave James reports. Police in Toledo are reporting the deaths of two people found in a home after a fire as a murder-suicide. Fire crews controlled the blaze and recovered the bodies of 47-year-old Angela Baldwin and 47-year-old Scott Baldwin. The Lucas County coroner says Angela died from multiple gunshot wounds and Scott died from a single self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Dave James, ONN News. Investigators say the person who died in a crash overnight in central Ohio was driving the wrong way on I-70. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Troopers say 82-year-old James Parker from Mississippi was going westbound in the eastbound lanes just before midnight. This is the area near Buckeye Lake. A truck driver hit Parker's car head-on, causing the car to flip and hit a guardrail. Investigators say Parker was not wearing a seatbelt. The truck driver is expected to be okay. The truck was carrying chemicals, so the Environmental Protection Agency is also a part of the investigation. I'm Tracy Townsend. A dump truck driver is now charged in a fiery crash that injured an ODOT worker in Northeast Ohio. ONN's Dave Chodowski in Cleveland reports. Police say 51-year-old Gregory Priest swerved off of I-77 and hit the parked ODOT truck, causing both trucks to burst into flames. This happened back in May. Pri has been indicted on charges of aggravated vehicular assault and DUI. Police say he was also driving without a valid license. I'm Dave Chodowski. In southwestern Ohio, officials are investigating the death of a Miami University student. According to the Butler County Coroner's Office, 19-year-old Allison Webb died on campus Saturday. Officials say an autopsy has been performed. No cause of death has been given. Miami University is located in Oxford, about 40 miles northwest of Cincinnati. The rain is welcome today in far southern Ohio, where officials say a 1,300-acre wildfire in Wayne National Forest began with multiple small wildfires earlier this week. 
Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. A statement yesterday from the Wayne National Forest said firefighters who were working to contain the blaze it urged the public to avoid the area burning in Lawrence County in the National Forest and on privately owned property. The cause of the fire under investigation still. The forest system says the smaller wildfires started Tuesday and came together. and The wildfire grew in warm, dry, windy conditions. It warned of possible decreased visibility because of smoke along that part of State Route 93. I'm Clay Gordon. Outgoing Ohio U.S. Senator Rob Portman is breaking with many in the Republican Party by saying this. I don't think Donald Trump's going to run. Now, that puts me in a distinct minority, I know. What do you think he's going to say next week? On the 15th. Well, we'll see. I mean, he's he's hyped it before and and, and not come through it. Look, I I think what he's going to do is look at the polls, and the polls show that his approval rating is quite high among hardcore Republicans. Trump has teased an announcement for next Tuesday. He reportedly wanted to announce a White House bid before the midterms, but advisors told him to wait. The Biden administration has stopped taking applications for its student debt forgiveness program, citing a ruling from a federal judge in Texas that declared the program unlawful. The Education Department said it will hold the roughly 26 million applications already submitted. All nine Republicans who ran for a statewide office in Ohio won their races on Tuesday, and the GOP also holds a supermajority in both the Ohio House and Senate. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more with David Niven, a political science professor at the University of Cincinnati. From J.D. Vance winning the U.S. Senate race to Governor Mike DeWine winning re-election to many races in state government, Republicans have a stranglehold on leadership positions. For Democrats in the Ohio legislature, their numbers are so small and the procedures of the Ohio legislature are such that they're functionally irrelevant. Only 12 states around the country have divided governments at this point, which has dropped in each of the last two elections. I'm Yolanda Harris. The mayor of Columbus, Andrew Ginther, says... Uh, Columbus is, once again, ready and poised to make unprecedented investments in our neighborhoods. He released his plan for next year, which includes the largest budget in the history of the capital city, $1.1 billion. Ginther will present the budget to city council for approval and public hearings. And Ohio State hosts Indiana tomorrow at noon as they try to stay in the college football playoff hunt. ONN's Dave Holmes has more with head coach Ryan Day. Right now, Ohio State is ranked second in the college football playoff rankings, but it really doesn't matter where you're ranked as long as you're in the top four at the end of the season. And if the Bucks went out, no doubt they'll get a spot in the playoff. You know, what do you think of the ranking? Like, well, it doesn't really matter what you're ranked right now. Nobody says, you know, what are you ranked in week nine? You know, they, they want to know where you're at the end of the year. So as long as we keep winning, then uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll have an opportunity to reach our goals. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.